The shop is open. This is the Talk About RC podcast, where we talk about RC racing, crawling, bashing, building, and dad stuff. Get back to work and listen, amigo. I'm your host, Pablo Guerrero. hope you feel it because I feel it I don't know if it's the same for you guys but it's time I'm walking around my shop I gotta I actually gotta work on my truck real quick and get it out of the shop but it's time Uh, there's for me the season is upon us, and I don't slow down, uh, as a lot of people might. Halloween's here. Well, by the time you hear this, Halloween might have come and gone, but I go straight into Christmas. And if I ever wrote a book, like a memoir, I think it would be called The Smell of Propane and Hallmark Movies because that's what I think of of the season. So I started my business years ago. Uh, 2010 was, I guess, the uh, when it really started to fly. Um, and I used to be a, a hired gun designer. So I would be called and I would have to design for other companies. I still do but I would design for other companies and whatnot. And then someone asked, well, hey, can you make it? And I said, well, I guess, (laughs) naturally. And so I started fabricating these designs. And I guess, I don't know if it was the first winter in our house, but I was, uh, I know there was a winter where we were pretty broke. I don't remember if it was before kids or right after our first kid. Um, But I remember going to the complex that I actually work in now. I have a shop here. And poaching pallets. And we didn't have a lot of money. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take these pallets and I'm going to figure something out and make presents for our family. And uh, sorry, I'm getting down. Got to throw the jack underneath the truck Um, so I started making these presents and in my shop at the house I had a TV in the shop and I had there was no heat in the shop well there was heat eventually but and I just sat down and I started sketching and I figured out what I was gonna make And so what I ended up making was little crates for all of my family that were like for two wine bottles or two liquor bottles or whatever. Jacking the truck up right now. But, and I had the, uh, a little TV mounted to the wall and I was working and I'd have Christmas movies up. And I'm a huge Christmas fan. 
love it. Love the feels of it, love the story of it, everything. And so from that day, every winter, I think of making presents for people or when I got my first big project, I was up late at night with the propane heater on in the shop. Um, I'd, back then, the project theme was to do raw steel and stained wood, and it just had this aroma to it of propane and wood stain, and uh, maybe that would be a, a good podcast title. But I would uh, stay up late building and, you know, making those presents and stuff, and then finally making big time projects in my garage before we moved into the shop. And this morning I got here extra early, uh, obviously still dark. And I was like, you know what? It's time for the heater because it's cold today. It's, it's about, it was about 38 this morning, and which is cold. But in the shop, my shop's a, an oven in the summer and an ice box in the winter. I have two concrete walls. I'm in a corner unit. And so my wife's office is all insulated. My office is bigger, but it's not insulated. It just backs up basically to the concrete wall. So it's like a it's like a ice box basically. So as I I walked in, turned on the lights and brought out the propane heater for the shop, plugged in the space heater for the office and got to work, but then about half an hour later, I came out to see how the shop's feeling, uh, and it hit me. The big whiff of propane in the air. And it's not, you know, it's not great to breathe, but it's one of those indoor, it's one of those propane heaters that you can put in a shop, so it burns off most of the fumes. I normally crack the door after a while, let the fumes escape, and then heat up the shop again. But, uh, man, the feels are good right now. You know, and it's funny because I have some projects going right now that are kind of behind and kind of, you know, not in the best spot that I want them to be, but we're getting through it and we're getting done. And, you know, that's just part of the process of doing your own business and doing your own thing. And I've got RC projects kind of nagging at me that I want to get done. But, you know, everywhere I look, it's that time of the season. And this time is to, you know, have fun with the family and to just, think of how grateful we are and, you know I talk a lot about being grateful and things like that but man this time of year is really what it comes down to for me I love it and so I leave that with you on this intro amigos I don't really know what we're going to talk about I know what we're going to talk about but I don't know where it's going to go this this episode but I hope you you know I'm looking outside my shop window right now and it's like a Thomas Kincaid picture I'm looking at the trees, some still green on the hillside, some rust orange and yellow, and there's some fog going through the trees. I feel like Bob Ross, it's like happy little fog and trees. And the sun's hitting it just right, so the top of the trees are glistening, and it's gorgeous, you know. Um, it's something that I think we should all stop and take a look at and just take a deep breath and soak it all in. You know, I'm smelling that, that air. It's funny because I remember times when I was in, in the winter time when I first got my truck going 
and I had the I had a house that had a carport and I was rebuilding the motor in the carport and it was open on two walls so it was very cold in the carport but I remember going out this is way before kids and working on the car in my huge car heart jacket and being super cold and having a heater blowing on me at that point and trying to stay stay warm and today I'm in my shop with a heater on uh, working on my old truck again and it's uh, it's kind of nice to know we've come a long way but we're still kind of who we are kind of a thing so I love it I hope this uh, this episode sits well with you. I know some of the stuff we're gonna talk about is race prep. Uh, we're gonna talk about practice and probably the race. We're practicing on Friday, racing on Saturday, and hopefully I can get a recap in before this one airs. Uh, we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about the YouTube stuff, uh, some of the build stuff that we got going on, and uh, We'll see, and we're gonna talk about, uh, so talk your face off, Tony and I are putting together some lists. So I'm gonna kind of walk through my list as we talk about things and uh, see what we got, what we have, what are our tops, and what we think are good things uh, for RC. And with that being said, amigos, is it too early to say we wish you a Merry Christmas? Oof, that's probably going to hurt some people. We've got less than eight weeks, amigos, so you better start start your plans now. Uh, or maybe I should just leave it for those that are Christmas movie aficionados and say good afternoon. Winter indoor carpet season is upon us. If you're looking to go and have some fun, if you're looking just to spectate, go, come on out and spectate. If you're looking to actually get some racing, go to dieharderc.com. They can actually set you up with a rental at the track. They have limited rentals available, but uh, the novice class is sponsored by Team Associated. So go out there, get signed up. If you rent a car and you race, it is so awesome. So what they do is that they hand you your car, you go out there, you drive it like you stole it, and then as soon as your heat's done, you give it back to them and they top off your battery and fix any broken parts. The coolest thing ever. Check out DieHardRC.com. They're awesome. I love this racing program and I hope to see you guys out there. Welcome to the truck. We're talking again while we're on the road. Let's talk race prep. Race prep for me, I am so poor planned, uh, so last minute. It really, <clears throat> you know, it's just like trying to hold it all together. Um, so race prep for me, this race is the first race of the winter season. So I wanted to get a new body for me. Now, I know that the track is all black from the carpet, dark gray, and I, my truck is dark gray, or it's black with green pearl in it, so it is not very easy to see. So I came up with a new paint scheme, 
and that's going to be the extent of my my prep. Actually, I take that back. So what did we do? Uh, let's start with DRG's car. So we added lightweight aluminum wheel nuts in the red. They look great on his body, and you know, a, it's a good cohesive piece. We add those were sticky kicks RC. We added a Vision Racing carbon fiber battery hold down. Um, super nice, uh, much easier to access the battery. We added the SP5 Reedy 21.5 motor and uh, looks great. Same pinion running 31 on there. Uh, could probably squeeze a little faster out of it, but I think we'll be good. Um, and then we've got, what else did we do? We did some wing washers. Those look pretty nice. They are very Captain America-esque, red and silver machined. His body shell is uh, red, white, and blue, so we're kind of trying to stay on theme there. And then we put on the J-Con, uh, J-Concepts uh, fuzz bites in the rear, and I think they're fuzz bites up front. I don't know what they're called. <coughs> oh, you ever cough in your back pops? Love it. Anyways, uh, so his trucks or his buggy is ready to go. Um, not much else. I took apart the front end. Wow, I, I made it sound like I was like totally unprepared, but I took apart his front end and I put I I put in what's it called? I don't know. If it's called a steering block. It's underneath the bell cranks, um, a new factory team aluminum one of those also. Tightened everything up. He should be pretty dialed. My truck, you know, I think my truck is kind of like, I'm just trying to place it down. Just trying to place it down and get running. So my truck I put, I'm running my old tires because I didn't have many runs on them because I did like one run on them and carpet and then we went outside to turf. So. Um, my truck's ready to go. All I did is I painted a new shell. And so I painted a shell and my new theme is Evil Knievel style. Not a very good driver yet. Um, I also painted the Datsun uh, Apex 2 with a Evil Knievel style, but more of a, a battle-worn Evil Knievel. Should look pretty rad. Uh, we're going to be doing rally with that one, so that's going to be an awesome one to do. Uh, so be looking on, be on the lookout for that. But what do you guys do for your race prep? Um, you know, what do you take out? So like for us, it's literally getting a table, two chairs. We take our RC Rakes Raceworks uh, mat. And I think I want to get another one of it. There's like a bigger one because I'm going to make a new... Uh, light stand kind of a thing and design one and up design one up and and make it work but so i'm going to do that um what else do we take we take a toolbox that has i have one protect tool set that we won in raffle actually at the last race so i put that in there we take our battery chargers we take probably we only have two real race batteries um, I'm going to run the ProTech one. I'm going to let him run the Reedy Zappers one 
just to kind of keep it in the family for factory team. I just got a ProTech one because I actually, uh, there was a kid that was at the track practicing and he only had one battery last time we were practicing. And, and this was in the summertime. And we had just got those two new batteries and he was like waiting to go and wasn't getting enough race time or enough track time in. So we ended up giving him one of ours. And uh, so I ended up just going out and getting a cheap one or cheap one for me and that way I'll be racing that uh, <clears throat> there's enough time in between where we can just use one battery uh, for quals and, and races or the quals in between so we've got probably a good amount of time we'll talk about that in the next one but uh, the next so we have that we have a couple other Ovonic batteries that we actually raced all summer with but those ones are only going to be set up for my car because I have the step-down step uh, battery bullets on the ESC for my truck, but not on his. They wouldn't fit under his, his buggy body shell, so I elected not to do that. Um, what else do we take? Take some brake clean. We take a microfiber cloth. I probably will start taking a roll of paper towels. Um, what else? Uh, we've got the factory team 7mm tool, we've got the factory team turnbuckle tool, uh, and then I, I generally throw an extra servo in there, not a nice one, just a cheap one, just in case, and that's about it. I think I'm going to look at taking a, getting a, a what's it called, a, some sort of soldering iron to bring. Um, I just want to travel light. Like I don't, we're, so far we're all, we're kind of close to home. So if anything catastrophic happens in between quals, I could always run back. Um, so I'm just trying to travel light and uh, manage manage my mess. So I hope that helps you guys out. Leave me a comment if you think there's some other stuff I should bring or if there's stuff that you're wondering if it's worth it to bring. You know, our track is really good about uh, extra parts. So they have a Extreme RC Northwest. Their track side, their track side part support. They have all the parts for the associated buggies and trucks that you need. And so we go there and pick up parts as we need it. Um, it is nice to kind of pre-order some parts, but I actually don't mind spending a little extra it's not really spending that much extra after you look at it you're not paying shipping all that kind of stuff it, and they have it right there uh, yeah i don't mind paying paying them some money so uh they're invaluable to have tracks um what else to bring if you have a kid that's young like mine that gets hangry definitely bring snacks uh i bring coffee uh, you know it'd be Sometimes, depending on where we're going, it's nice to like pack a lunch and uh, that way you don't have to leave or anything like that. But those are some things to do. Pack a comfy chair, uh, you know, your iPad, your phone. Definitely make sure to bring like an extension cord, your charger, and then also don't forget about your phone. If you're shooting a, a, a camera, don't forget to bring a camera, a battery charger. It's nice to have all these things charged beforehand, but I've been at races where I've been burning up phone battery 
and it really is nice to have to know that you can just go back and plug it in and bump your battery a little bit on the phone um let's see what else is there to bring i think that's it we'll probably in another episode i'll go over like some of the parts that we've been breaking that uh, I would suggest to keep a spare on in your in your box in case you don't have a track side support. Um, and then also sometimes they just don't have the part that you need. They might be sold out. Uh, sometimes races have hard tracks and people go through and blow up the parts and you're the last one to get the parts. So um, th- sometimes you do have to, to carry some parts on you. All right, amigos. To the next segment. Let's be honest. Our shirts aren't going to make you look like you have huge pipes. And they're not going to accentuate that man belly you got. But that's okay. You know what I say when I, when I look down and I see a little gut? I slap it and I say, bought and paid for, baby. That means I don't have anything owed on it. But if you want to be that dad out there or that dude out there that wants to show off your gut, get a size smaller than what you normally get. But go out and get an RC Amigos racing shirt. We got two out there that are brand new. They're pretty awesome. One's kind of NASCAR-esque, so get one two sizes small so you have half that gut hanging out. I would love to see pictures of that. And then we got another one that's kind of 80s, 90s retro kind of styled think double dare mini trucking all that kind of stuff all the proceeds of those shirts go to the race program if you buy anything else at the site that stuff goes to the uh, channel to help us do some cool content i hope to see you guys out there i want to see some trucker hats some pit vipers and some man belly get it done I have a question right off the top. <laughs> yes. I join as someone other than Jeff Lemoyne from O Canada RC McLean. Can you like assume different identities? Because it asks me if I want to join as that. Uh, you can <laughs> you can be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next next time, guys. Justice League themed podcast. Pablo, for for me, you're like a, you're you're definitely cyborg, man. Just because cyborg. <laughs> Your mad, your mad building skills. <laughs> it, it's either that or no sleep, right? That's uh, that's one right. of the two. Like right, I, I, was, he... <laughs> I was just thinking about this last night. I was like, what am I doing? Like I need, I need more. Uh, I need a little more rest right now. So yeah, Cyborg had some issues, right? Like because he he almost died, and his dad brought him back to life with all that that non-worldy tech. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. if if our stories are that dramatic but let's go with it let's go with <laughs> yeah. it why not why not what's going on buddy uh you know uh i'm trying to knock the icicles off right now i don't know if you can hear that low drumming sound and like i kind of hear it yeah i figured it was heat yes it's heat in the office right now <laughs> <laughs> so, it is it's uh what was it? It was a 28 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like, you know, negative nitro ice for you or something. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it was, I woke up this morning and I was like, uh, it's cold. And it was funny because last night 
you know, of course, everyone in the house is cold, so the heat went up. And I was old man yeah. out there, and I was like, <gasps> I can't sleep. It's too hot. And so I turned it down twice. And then I woke up, you know, I'm first up every morning, and I woke up, and everyone's like burritoed and cocooned in their blankets. And I'm like, whoa, it's a little chilly in here this morning. <laughs> There's so much to unpack in though in that thir- in that thirty seconds, buddy. I'm killing myself. The old man, you old man, in the middle of the night. I get up too. I'm sweating. Yeah. Blankets are off. I'm almost naked in bed because I'm yeah. just subconsciously stripped down. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, and then this morning, I was like, "Wow, it's cold out." You know? Yeah, so, yeah. But it was good. It's yeah. uh, I right before this segment, there I did a segment uh, that was. It was kind of one of those grateful moment kind of segments, but yeah. it was like I looked out in my shop window the other morning, and it was like a Thomas Kincaid picture. I mean, it was like fog going through the trees and the oh, wow. sun just hitting the top of the trees. Oh, it's gorgeous! I think you posted a photo. Did you have the fog? I don't remember um, that. Did I, I I must have been in an old man sweat last night dreaming <laughs> that. No, I haven't posted anything. Yeah, like it's funny because this morning I. I, I was working on a, a segment and I said, I look at the trees and the colors are popping like a Bob Ross painting. So <laughs> I didn't reference a classical artist, but you took it up a level with Thomas Kincaid. So. I don't know if I would consider Kincaid a classical artist, but oh, I'll geez. let you be you. <laughs> I'm not the one that went to art school, buddy. So you, you can lead this conversation. Just saying. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go with that one. Bro, I'm excited. I, um, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for a lot of people right now. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's it's just like an episode of, of Mr. Rogers. Yeah, this is like. I don't know. It's like the it's Price is Right. Do you guys have that? Sorry. Did you guys have prices right up in Canada? Oh, did we? Have, do we? We still do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you guys had the Bob Barker Price is oh. Right or... Absolutely. Or if you had some other guy in flannel or something, I don't know. Price the price is wrong, Bob. Yeah, we <laughs> we had Mr. Barker. Uh, God rest his soul, rest in peace. Uh, up here, he was uh, a staple in my house. I'll be honest. Like Price oh, yeah. is Right, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Uh, what was the one with the whammies? Uh, whammies no press whammies. your luck. Press your luck. That was later on in my formative years. But that yeah. that was a good one too. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, we had it all, man. So. Yeah, I'm excited because I don't know the, the the bug that bit me to get back in is fully burrowed into my skull. Is that is that a it's Halloween? Like a, it's like a tick that just burns. Yeah, it's just in there, and then I picked it off, but I just got the body and the head stayed in there. Yeah, yuck. Or, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I've been getting into it on this podcast. I just talked to um, what's his Andre. Name? Andre, I also want to say Pablo. Why did I want to say your name? Close. Uh, sending up a box of a box of body parts, some of which you had your hands on. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna gonna take a, a crack at building something nice. without without a roadmap, man. So I'm I'm uh, I'm grateful for him for helping me kind of get started, and, and by extension, I'm grateful to you because some of the stuff he sent me was yours, <laughs> which is wild. But that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that, man. I, I'm uh, I'm excited to kind of be there for you when you need to on, on in this endeavor. It, you know, it's uh, it's fun building. I don't know. I plan 
probably half of my builds, like actual plan them in my head and stuff like that. And then half of them are like, I just get the time and I'm like gonna go and do it, right? Yeah. And I execute it. And so sometimes when you don't have a plan, you just kind of let it kind of do its thing. That's the best. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm gonna take you up on that on the help like those I'm gonna keep riding this but when you're you're having that hot night and you're trying to turn on the thermostat I might I might buzz you for some help because like yeah. honestly I was talking to Andre and like and that's and I think that's I'm also grateful and uh, you got me on this grateful train and it's good um, <laughs> it's seriousness in all seriousness it's like I, I appreciate you guys and guys like you willing to help out and because this is very much going to be a learning journey for me I, I've even tinkered with the thoughts of and you and I were chatting a bit offline about trying to do some brazing or just some yes and just try try some new things man it's as you said it's cold where you are it's cold where I am it's it's build season so let's try to expand the mind a bit you know absolutely (laughs) I think you know being able to try new things like that that's kind of where we started in the hobby and I think that's what kind of keeps our hobby evergreen for us Mm-hmm. is that opportunity to actually be like you know what i'm gonna try this uh, yeah. i've never done that before you know i'm kind of in that boat with some um electronics i guess i'm, I'm kind of in the boat of like you know what i'm gonna try some new things yeah. see what what happens so. well well i'm sure with your racing right like different yes. classes and blinky escs and, and different things like this like uh gearing ratios and, and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff like i mean it's not all- not foreign to you but you're paying well, close attention to it right in the racing so. yeah yeah no it, it is foreign to me i mean and i'm totally okay saying that i mean because yeah. i ha- i understand principles but i don't understand you know like what's good mm-hmm. you know what i mean and what's not good and and what's worth the the, the thought of it and what's you know what's just snake oil kind of a thing and <laughs> and, and and racing it's funny because it's like it is kind of all over the place when it comes to racing you know what i mean it's like yeah it's racing's like a superstitious kind of thing <laughs> when, when it comes to hardware yeah and and you oh, know, yeah. people swear by stuff and then people like are like don't even show it to me don't even show it to me <laughs> <laughs> like just calm down like right it's, it's just an idea bro cool. i know Your jets man i know yeah but that's funny rc racers are like hockey players and i'll bring it back to that like Shocking. Very soon. <laughs> wow, Jeff, you yeah. are so unpredictable in your content. But hockey players are superstitious and goofballs, right? We got we got bad hair and the superstitions are nuts. Like, sure. The other day, my son and a bunch of his buddies went to a, a certain corner of the rink after they had their gear on and they did this mojo thing with the jerseys. They rubbed each other's jerseys. Oh, wow. That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> but... It's exactly what you're talking about with RC racers, man. Cause you're right. Like even to suggest some stuff to guys, they're like, get away with from me with that witchcraft mojo mumbo jumbo. Like there's no way that would work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's funny. right. Like tires or simple things like, yeah, tire, tire compounds or, um, I'm trying to think what other guy, guys swear by, you know, just like modifying wings and oh yeah and, and just you know all the one that i was looking at and we'll get back to your build stuff i don't want to okay, yeah. jump on this too early <laughs> the, the one i was looking at was the wide tires versus the skinny tires up front mm. for a two-wheel mm. drive buggy and i was like you know i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work but part of me yeah. feels like 
you know, and, and it's funny because you start putting together these like formulations in your head and you're like, wow, I'm really overthinking this because, yeah, you know, I'm like Dalton, like he runs hard into the corners. So I was like, maybe if I got wider tires for him, he wouldn't push so hard and the corner and the tire would actually <laughs> be heavier and, you know, keep down a little bit more in the front yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Let's that's just, just Russell Crowe, beautiful mind. <laughs> That's what that is. It's, a, it's the image of my head with all the equations going That's on right. around me, floating around in circles. Yeah. In front of the chalkboard. Yeah. Yep. Ignoring oh phone God. calls and personal hygiene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, but we're, I want to get, yeah, we're going to get in. We talked off the air. We're going to get into the fact that this weekend's a big weekend for you, too. Um, mm. But we can talk a little bit more about the build if you want to. I, yes. I'm, I'm not self serving. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm cool either way. But no, I want to talk more about so it. So, like, I don't know. Like I, I wanted, to, I wanted to get. So in this podcast, you wouldn't have heard it yet because it's not live at the time of recording. But you and I chatted about like the top three cars you could want and three classes. So I did a little segment on that, and mm -hmm. one of them was, a, 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 you know, a, a crawler or a, or a trail truck. And sure. I thought, you know what? Let's let's do that. Let's see if I can uh, if I can stick to that right and keep that in the staple and, and build something like you said off the top that doesn't have much of a plan. That mm -hmm. you kind of just take your time with, go step by step, and and something you can continuously add to. And I think that's really why I wanted to do this because we talked and you and I was like, hey, Pabs, which which color, which RTR should I get? Which kit should I get? And you were awesome, giving me all the like all the, all your opinions. And then I just thought, why don't we just go off the board here, right? And just 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 again expand and try something new. So I'm hoping for something that's sort of like you know. Baja 500 ish, sure. Times times U4 ish, like something I can crawl with, but is also capable on the poorly maintained track that's up the road for me. Right, right, right. And it, and that, that's a you know, and that's the one that I always say that is a tough one. And I think over time I've accepted certain things. And so, like for instance, I i used to always build things and try to swiss army knife my builds right so yeah. i would i would try to like get as much out of my build as possible and then i started realizing well maybe if it was like golf and and you had certain irons for certain things it made a little bit more sense to me and and the u4 kind of baja crawling thing is the closest one that you can do all in one kind of a thing. Right. Um, I, I would say until you get into actual U4 racing, because U4 racing, pretty much all the slow stuff goes out the window and you yeah. just, and you just go fast and you yeah. just try to, you try not to break. But, but when it comes to like the crawling aspect of it, you know what I, I think, I think what you ought to try yeah. and, and I would challenge you to try this is to actually go on a hike with your crawler hmm. like like not like a little walk in you know the woods or whatever i mean like actually find a hike that has some elevation gain and go behind your crawler with that because if you like to to be active yeah you can pace whatever pace you want so you could pace fast and hmm. kind of trot or you could pace slow and what's nice about going behind the crawler is that the pace thing if you slow down, you can slow down and have fun at a technical area and just crawl, or you can just, you know, kind of trot behind it and go kind of fast. I love that idea, man. I love that a lot because you do some amazing, and if anybody has been checking out your the last couple of YouTube videos you put up have been in some epic 
like I joked that you looked like you were on Endor in one of the comments <laughs> from Star Wars. Like I was waiting for an Ewok to go and throw like a spear at you. Anyways, but I love that that mentality because okay, it's great to build and it's great to run, but let's tie it into your sort of where you're at in your maybe your lifestyle or your activity level right now. Bro, right? it is so right. It is so like also just I don't know. I'm a nature guy. Yeah. So like getting out and just like seeing, you know, like you just kind of look up and you see everything around you and you can appreciate it. And then like when, when you actually like, we've gone on ones long enough where we've had to take like lunch break, like actually bring lunches out, you know, like I'm talking 12 mile long hikes and stuff like that. And, and with the crawler and it is so awesome just to sit there and just stop and you know it's literally stopping and smelling the roses you know and you're like oh this is awesome and yeah. what's cool about it is like this time of year when the seasons are changing you get i mean you literally get four different images through if you if you do the same trail you could get four different images throughout the year right you know and i love that I that's cool that. that's a cool thought like yeah winter versus spring versus fall and summer yep totally different looks right but and and i would imagine different different challenges in terms of the lines because of 100 percent yeah terrain changes right yep 100 percent. because you get to run into water features mm. you get to run into uh you know logs that are fallen you get to run into um you know leaves that have fallen all that kind of stuff out there so yeah it's it it does it does really uh change up your game when it comes to you know what you see out there i love that i love that because i think what a lot of guys may internalize that have that thought when they're out there i've never heard it articulated right so it's sure it's no like it kind of like it's a different level especially for our relatives you know shout out to everybody again who we fight the battle against them looking at us playing with toys like (laughs) this is a different thing right like i could see me going to my kids uh you know 15 and 12 now at ages where they may not necessarily want a lot to do with me but but adding that element into it and seeing how it changes their perspective on things right Oh, 100%. So, I mean, yeah. like, like uh, my daughter will come with us and, you know, she's kind of getting more into uh, photography. Mm. Shocking, right? And so <laughs> she's kind of getting more into that kind of stuff. So I just hand her the camera and I say, here you go. And I go with my crawler and she'll just walk around, take pictures and then take video or pictures of the crawler. And it's awesome. And yeah. she, you know, it's like, we're still bonding even if she's not very interested in crawling anymore yeah. we're still out there and playing and doing all that kind of stuff so it's cool yeah, i'll switch hey what's that it's a blast yeah for yeah. sure i'll switch gears a bit in the chat that i had with andre and this was kind of and i kind of implemented or stuck in some of your words with that conversation where we were talking about his ability now to provide not only the welded um, you know add-ons but things that are bolt-on too yes and I think that's going to be fun for me. So it's funny. I said to him, I'm really happy to hear. I said, I, I referenced you and I said, I was talking to Pabs that you're trying to do more of this stuff. But now I'm kind of thinking it would be fun to try to try to weld. Right. So but it's nice to have the option. Right. And and a comfort level, especially when you're starting out and just just trying your hand at it. So, well, exactly. And, and I think, you know, like, for instance, I think 
there's different levels that you can like kind of dip your toe on and get into. So like for instance, this new chassis that just dropped today, yeah. uh, it's called the Rockalope. It's pretty Sick. dope because yeah. you can actually, t so, okay. So I'm also gonna be posting a video. I might do it today. We'll see how long it takes to upload. But it's, uh, you know, trying to find your like suspension geometry mm. is a little tricky when you're doing a custom build. And the Rockalope takes that guesswork out to where you could actually bolt on your existing shock towers off of a 10-2 or a element. Right. And, and so that's awesome. And then what you can do from there, then if you want to get into fabricating, you can fabricate sliders, you can fabricate a truggy or exocate, you know, whatever it is, you right. can fabricate off of that, but that's all kind of decorative and not, you know, the performance will be, will be changed based off of weight and whatnot. But yeah, but the actual like geometry gotcha. is going to be already set up for you. So that's what I think is really cool about this option is that it kind of like gets you primed and gets you a canvas that is mm. already kind of ready to go. And you just kind of keep on adding to it. I love that. And yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it, the rear, um, sort of a, a rear side view of it right now on, on his Facebook page. And yeah, so like, because it has the pre-drill mounting options for your for your rear shock tower yep you're locked in you know it's going to perform at you know a level that gets you out there but to your point it, it allows you to focus on other things right yeah well i mean and i think what happens is that when you're getting into this kind of realm you do get that analysis paralysis where you're like trying to be like oh i want the suspension to do this and i want the suspension to do this and it's like keep it simple like if you're just starting to do it, keep it simple and be happy with it. And then start being like, okay, now I'm going to start changing things up. And now I'm going to start experimenting, you know, cause you know how to fix it kind of a thing right now. If, if, and I don't mean just you, but I mean right yeah. now in general, if you don't know how to fix it, then you're kind of stuck with a sucky car. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's Absolutely. like, uh, I like the ability, the you know option to be able to do that kind of stuff yeah it's it's pretty exciting and yeah uh watch everybody listening watch for pab's uh, stuff his um your video on that so talk to me a bit about you and andre collaborating on stuff then like was there a collaborative conversation around those rails uh or is there other stuff that you guys are working on that you can dispel right now or well you know like i think we we bounce ideas off of each other often yeah. sometimes i'll make a piece and say hey you know, this is working out for me because, you know, I'm constantly making yeah. my own pieces. And so, you know, I'm like, hey, this is working out for me or he'll bounce an idea off of me and show me his prototype kind of a thing. <laughs> he He's a mad scientist. So he oh, is, dude. he is, <laughs> when you talk about, you know, you talk about some companies like getting kudos because they are listening to the, to the people that are using yeah. the product. He's actually using the product. And yeah. so he is, you know, making things based on what works for him and what will work for other people. So, I mean, I can't really take credit for much, you know, I, I can sometimes take a little credit for some aesthetic stuff, but not really. I mean, yeah. I, I help out when I can, when it comes to drawing, like, uh, there's a couple drawings on the, his webpage that are blueprints that I did. Uh, so there's stuff like that, or like some of the branding stuff, uh, yeah that's how i help out with him but yeah i mean it's it 
I would say collaborative process. That's I would give him a lot of the more yeah. credit. I would that's say fair. he's probably, you know, ninety percent, ten percent maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fair. And that's cool though. It, it's it still speaks to to me like, and I said this to Andre in the earlier segment. I feel like, and I don't know if it's maybe just because I'm looking at it now, maybe I'm I'm being selfish, but it looks like this segment. And you made this comment to me since COVID, when people had time to braise and weld and try their hand at fabric, like, like custom building. I think it's sticking. Like, if I look across social media, there's a lot of posts of guys like, and maybe it's always been there, like I said, and I just didn't see it because I wasn't looking for it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's fantastic. I think it's a it's a segment that I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Guys like Andre can really dominate over the big companies like yeah low c anybody else like they do great stuff don't get me wrong elements fantastic right i love i like axial stuff i like it all i love the u4 inspired like the laser net from low c like i'm not poo-pooing on anyone it's but it's like it's almost like it has to be niche like this and you need a guy like andre who listens and to your point, experiments with it, as he was telling me on his rally track in the backyard, which looks like he's got like 70 other acres to build on. Like he's got a huge lot. I know. Right? Like he's listening, he's testing. And like he said on the podcast just before, he's like, I want guys to show me their builds. I want them to ask me questions. And he's he's so responsive. I just think it's it's great. It's it's a good thing. It's um, it's another thing that just makes what what we're into here so cool yeah you know i think that's a big part is having the support um you know and having so that's uh so i'm you know i'm a quote-unquote team driver for a couple companies kind of a thing and and honestly i have mixed feelings on what that means now uh i think it's just pr marketing kind of a thing for most part um but on the scale metal supplies team i really think like i feel like that's a team and he's done a really good job of kind of like you know listening to the team members and working with the team members and we have a so like for instance in that on that team we have a team chat and we will actually sit there and talk about stuff talk about our builds Uh, it's like a small mini forum and you know people are there to encourage each other to build more and all that kind of stuff it's really cool um that's cool you know some of the other teams it's a discount that's it yeah so it's it's not like you don't have any fernando alonzo's on the team telling you to use an f1 reference and pick up fernando (laughs) yeah it's like a true collaborative team yeah and and speaking of teams team our team team amigo what's what's your race team called what's the official name rc amigos racing RC Amigos Racing has a rather big weekend coming up. You like that segue? We do. Yeah, I do. It's, it's, uh, What's going on? So we've got the uh, the first race number one of the winter series coming up for indoor carpet off-road. Nice. And it is, I'm pumped, man. Like, so uh, multi-layers of stoke here. Uh, so, you know. Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag multi layers of stoke. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I'm racing this this I'm gonna make a commitment to run as much Let's as go. I can this season. Let's go. Uh, and uh and I don't know I don't know yet how I how I wanna do if I just wanna run this season and kind of like 
get my bearings and actually like put a little bit of, I don't want to say put a little effort into it because I don't want to go out and sound like I'm not trying, but you know, consistency and like learning and all that kind of stuff for myself, I think I kind of want to put a little more effort into it. Um, I was outgunned when I came to the summer series and I knew that going in and I, you know, I did okay on, on the ones that I was running. I was middle of the pack, you know, I was like fifth, sixth kind of a thing, but I was running a 13.5 when everyone else was running like an eight turn modified ESC, like yeah, big difference, huge difference, right? So I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. Um, and honestly, the summer wasn't about me. Summer was about getting Dalton on his feet, right? When it came to racing. And so this winter, I'm going to do a little bit of more me time. And I got Dalton's, he's set up now. So he's got his car set up. <clears throat> you know, I didn't go through and do a full teardown and rebuild of his car. Um, I just kind of, I changed some of the, what are they called? The pill inserts in the rear. Yep. Just because yep. I felt them getting a little sloppy. Um, yeah. Changed his steering rack to all factory team aluminum parts. Nice. Uh, what else did I do? He's got a new the, new motor. No, I didn't do the diffs at all. I probably should have no. rebuilt them, but I, I wanted to see. It feels okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he seemed like he was driving fine. He didn't seem like he had any problems yeah. turning or anything like that. So, I I'll, I'll see what it's like on the carpet, and see what kind of traction he's getting, and then kind of make that assessment from there. But he's also going to be running the new SP5 for the first time, and nice. so will I. So we both got. <laughs> he got the 21.5 SP5, and I got the 13.5 SP5. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, man, I'm pumped. So I have a few questions for you, yes. Pablo. Yes. Is he moving up a class for winter, or is he going to run? Like I know you talked to me. I think he was a novice, right? Yep. For the, is he going to stick a novice? Uh, temporarily. So okay. I, I would like him and I think he would like to also, uh, kind of get his bearings indoor again, yeah. uh, adjust the carpet. And then I think we're giving him two races and then he's moving up. So nice. I think it, it, it's funny because seeing where he was, we raced a handful of times on carpet indoor last winter. And, mo and all those, he was renting cars and he did pretty well, like, you know, for like zero experience, all that kind of stuff. Now that he's got a whole season of experience and experience, a season of like learning how to go faster every time you're out there. Yeah. I think that it's going to, I, I really don't think novice is for him anymore. Um, and seeing what kind of racer is in novice on the carpet. They, we get a lot more, I don't know if, I don't, and this is what I was trying, and this is kind of segueing into something else uh, soon, but we'll, we'll stick here for a minute. But I don't know if there's more entries in summer, I mean, in the winter time, but it seems like it takes a lot longer. Uh, or, or maybe it's just the fact that we're in a building versus like a massive five acre field that he can go and play in wherever he wants to go and play. Um, I'm not really sure, but yeah, it seems like it takes a little longer, uh, but we'll see what this first race is like and, uh, see what his attention span is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, sometimes we get the full on drivers that have never, ever driven before in a novice race. And, yeah. you know, that's, 
having someone like Dalton in a class where there's someone like that, it's not yeah. not fair to either of them. Um, for sure. And but yeah, I mean, it's just I just want to get them kind of a feel for what it's like to be on carpet again, what that grip feels like, what it looks like, and then move them up. He's definitely yeah. ready. He's he's definitely yeah. Ready. I don't know if you saw the the last video of him running uh, in the season championship. Oh, I did. I did. Bro, he was making some moves. <laughs> but, <clears throat> that was um that was an awesome video at the end. I, I really liked that one too. So thanks, man. just seeing him smiling. <laughs> oh yeah. And and you know the thing is though, the huge difference is <clears throat> practice. We're not gonna have any practice anymore. So right. it's you know, tonight we're practice tonight the track is open seven to ten. Uh, you know, uh, if they get the track ready by then. And then we're gonna run some, burn some packs, rip some packs, as you say. Rip some packs. <laughs> and then uh, wake up, or, you know, it, it's weird because I feel like, that's why I feel like it's a longer day because I guess in the summertime we're there at like 10.30 uh, and the races start around at 10.30 or 11. In the summer we're there at 7.30 in the morning and the races start around 10. Yeah. So it's a long day. Um, yeah. And you know, we're there from, from that time until novice is nice because generally the novice mains are first you know within the first five mains so right. we're out of there by like five or six but now that i'm racing if i have any shot at it getting into the a main i mean i probably won't get out of there till eight or nine it's a full day man yeah yeah it's gonna be brutal so that's okay but i think that brutal will be offset by a lot more uh awesomeness I, so i hope so I, I you know i hope i hope we have a good turnout or a good turnout of racers and i think you know i hope we have a good uh hope everything goes well you know hope cross yeah. your fingers no breaking or anything like that but i'm gonna try to make this so i took a stab at making kind of a docuseries style last year when i tracked uh, jameson pnwrc life yeah um and i'm gonna i think i'm gonna try to do that a little bit more uh, this year when it comes to documenting the races right. and, and uh, you know follow a racer around I'd love it's funny I would love to be able to do that to Dalton but he's just not having it I tried it once <laughs> I was like hey I, before the race I was like hey after the after the quals and stuff can I I go you don't have to be on camera I just want your to talk to you about it he goes yeah he, at first he was like yep and then after the race he was so in his own. He was like, "Nope, don't want to do this." And I was like, "All right, well, I guess we're not doing this." <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's funny. You make a, an interesting point there about <clears throat> documenting kind of carpet racing. That, there was that movie, the only one that I ever saw that was that was called Carpet Racers. Did you ever see that? No. Well, if you Google that on you, if you find that on YouTube, it's called <clears throat> Carpet Racers, and I think it's from like the mid to late 90s nice. maybe early 2000s and it talks about carpet racing and i think they cover they cover off a lot of guys who were prominent at the time and it was a documentary um and i think it took place in like the florida i think they were having the championships or something it was good like as a as an rc you know as, a, as an rc guy you would you would love it i think even though it was very cheesy and kitschy and there's a lot of guys smoking and drinking beers <laughs> outside of the track but that's man if i've missed i've missed that kind of coverage that long format coverage 
I know it's probably a challenge because the audience numbers might not be there, but I think if it was well done and I'm, I'm not putting this on you, but I'm just saying in general, <laughs> you know, if, if somebody, if we could see more of that kind of coverage and talking about racing and where it's, where it's racing and just RC, the evolution of RC cars, I would love to see someone take a stab at it. Like Losi did it for their, their history. They did like a four part series, I think, celebrating yeah. how many, however many years it was. It was like 50 years or 40 years or something. But I'd love, I'd love to see like an objective lens of it from like the evolution from the end of like the golden age from like the late nineties uh-huh. to now. I feel like there's a big gap. Well, you know, and the hard thing I think is, is that one, this is the thing I have problems with when it comes to race coverage. Like there's, you know, eight races in the season or whatever. And you could do a compilation of the eight races and then that video would probably be better than doing eight videos of each race. Right. Because the, the attention span for people are like, oh, I've seen this already. You know what I mean? And so unless you create the drama and make it like an actual Discovery Channel movie or show, there really isn't a whole lot that's like, I don't it's know. True. You know, and that's the problem that I have with that. And that's, I think that's the where Ryan Styles kind of ran Harris ran into uh, yeah issues on his YouTube channel because he did amazing. I love Wait. his videos. Agreed. But you, if you watch his videos, there wasn't a whole lot of like that style of docu series when it came to the actual race. It was yes. kind of the vlog living up to the races or coming down from the race or whatever. But not a whole lot of that and i think it's because it's just it's hard to capture and it's hard to like keep you attentive through it i wish we could and you know for my like i say for my rc10s i think they would appreciate that but it's a lot of work to for uh for the 10s man (laughs) (laughs) yes for our 10s and 10s it is a lot of work man you're right like Ryan Harris does a good does a good and he's recently come back so I think he had a pretty bad motocross accident actually yeah I think he broke his collarbone or his arm yeah. or something like that I think it's a pelvis but I don't know something like that but he's he did a few he's done a few of his videos again and, and yeah I agree he's he's one of my favorites to watch and just even if I'm like he's doing a video on eight scale buggies and even though I don't run that at all I'll watch it start sure. to finish sure because it's just he does such a good job but you're right the moment you step up on the stand and then it becomes a gopro video it's it's hard like so could you imagine being a cameraman and you, you focus down a track level and then you run up to the stand and you're in a guy's you can't be in a guy's face while he's right he's driving right right, like, right. it's it is a tough uh, dynamic to the sport to to cover for sure but i have a, um, okay so i have a question yeah. about something yeah. like that what, what's yeah. your so etiquette wise yeah. So, okay. Oh, good question. So I, I've talked about this when it comes to track etiquette on how not to have your camera out while you're marshalling and all that kind of stuff. Now, our track, when you're mm-hmm. done racing, you immediately turn off your car and you go and marshal. Right. So for instance, novice there's no one generally before that so it's like all uh it's generally it's like a volunteer base for mark for novice right huh. but i'm in that boat too where it's like i want to take video i always feel super guilty when i'm taking video and not marshalling 
for yeah. Dalton's races. And, and I'm like, but at the same time, I feel like, guess what? The more video that's out there, the more people are going to see the track and the yeah. program and want to come out and play. So. Yeah. So it's I'm, a... I'm kind of like torn on that. And you know, like the track promoters will probably get it, but I don't know if all the parents get it or all the yeah. people out there get it. But to that point, like I have a long lens on my camera, not a long lens, but I can get pretty tight from across the track. And that's kind of what I want to do. I want to get on the other yeah. side of the track and zoom in on his face as he's racing and then yeah. go down and follow the car kind of a thing. Um, yeah. Here's but, my hot take. Here's my hot take on that. So I've been in, been I've raced before whatever dirt and carpet and there are guys that will run their heat and then disappear into the pits <laughs> yeah. and never bleeping Marshall. Right. However, they're, they're doing it to, uh, you know, they, they're focused on their cars. You're doing it. And like you said, it's not an, ex it's, it's just the reality. You want to put it out there and it helps drive the, drive the hobby or drive the, drive the class. That to me is, is go for it. And if somebody ever questions you, you can just say, do you know what, do you know who I am? I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm RC Amigo, buddy. You know what I'm doing for this hobby? No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding on the last part, but I, I honestly think it's valid. It's fair. I've seen, my point is I've been in, I, I, I would always drop the car and go Marshall because it's the right thing to do. Sure. But a lot of guys don't even do it and they're not, they don't have a previous engagement. <laughs> they right, don't right. have something to do. Well, and so, I, on, I mean, I marshal after my race, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'll marshal other races. Sure. Um, just to do something. Yeah. And and I guess that's the other segue that I wanted to talk about. How do you kill the time? Oh, and buddy. You, oh, my gosh. Great question. I, so, you can have a heat and then be 40 minutes, 45 minutes before your next race. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, longer? No. Oh, way longer. So <laughs> indoor for us, uh, I don't know if you hear all that buzzing and stuff. I'm making more coffee. You make an R2D2 there? Yeah, yeah. No, I need more coffee. Uh, the uh, So, like, for instance, if we were both racing novice, it would be a 10 a.m. race indoor and then a 1 or 2 o'clock race for our second qual. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so it's like, it is brutal, the time in between. That's a killer. And, and I'm like... You know, cause so we get, we get two bumps. If, if we, you know, if there's enough cars, there's two bumps. Uh, so, you know, C and B main. Yep. And then, and A main. And then, uh, and then you get two quals. Right. So it's, it's quite the space in between. And I'm struggling with like, what do I do? Like, you know, I, Outdoor, it's okay because outdoor I could go and crawl and I can go and sure, you know, just sunbathe in my man speedo. <laughs> it's and called my, the it's called the mankini. Yes, a, a, a budgie smuggler or whatever they call. <laughs> oh, right. So, this is what happens for my Australian listeners, <laughs> mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. no, I hear you though. That's it and I've talked we I've had conversations with guys, local guys, about how do you change the format, right? To... And not drink all the time. No, just <laughs> <laughs> Right? We're just it's just such a colossal waste of time. There's gotta be a different way to do it. Um 
I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. If it's, I don't know what the answer is. Do you spray? I'm sure somebody would have figured it out by now. Well, and I don't want to be that guy with my laptop out there. Sorry, now I'm in the shop, so it's all echoey. But I don't want to be that guy with my laptop out there. Like I have, like I'm too busy and I have too, I'm too important. I need to be doing whatever. (laughs) And, and, And to be honest, it's the kind of time that you're out there. It's kind of, how do I explain it? It's like the worst um, focused, you can't focus on anything. And so you're constantly like, you know, squirrel dog and everything. And you're just, you can't really get anything done. Oh, it drives me crazy. And I just, I wanna, you know, I wanna be like, I'm doing this and this is what's gonna happen. But that never, that never really goes through. And like this weekend, I was hoping that I was gonna get a, a package from my trick RC and he's sending me out some lights. And I was like, oh, well, I could do the light kit on this car and this car while I'm there. But you know, then you're bagging in a bunch of luggage and yeah, all that kind of it's, stuff. So and not to end, not to end on a sour note, but it's it is one of the struggles with with racing. Like I remember when I was running short course for a short time. Um, driving an hour and a half to the to the track which was at a farm which was beautiful it was awesome to be outside don't get me wrong sure run in qual one run in qual two i think we had two quals and then doing the b mains doing the doing the a mains and even that it was three quals and it was two mains but even that and all the different classes right it was i left the house at 5 a.m and i got home only because I left right after I was in the B main and I left right after. And I remember getting home at like eight o'clock. Yeah. Like, and there was a lot of time spent grazing, like gazing at the cornfields. Like <laughs> it was, it was awesome when you were up there. It was awesome in those moments when you could talk to like fellow racers and look at each other's rigs. Those are awesome moments. But yeah, there's a lot of time in between. It's a, it's something I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to hear thoughts on. I, I don't know if anybody out there has thoughts on it, but it would be fantastic. Yeah, you know, it, it's uh, it's one of those. I I feel like uh, I I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is that needs to to be done or needs to happen or uh, what was the thing I was. You know, here's the other thing. I and here, maybe this is the lighter note to this. I was thinking about bringing my iPad and my noise canceling earphones. What are they called? Headphones? Is that what they're called? That's what the kids call them, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about doing that and just watching my Hallmark Christmas movies the entire time. Well, you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting creative. Now the juices are floating. Flo- like, or, or flowing. They're yeah, floating. Yeah. I could be just sitting there with my hot cocoa. You know, yeah. Being like, what's up, guys? Or a better idea. Well, maybe not better. A different idea. You open a mankini stand and <laughs> you sell. It's merch. it's like it's like the chassis protectors, right? <laughs> All the different designs. Maybe like chassis go, protectors. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the company. It's, it's the undercarriage garment. The... Yeah. <laughs> Keep all the important bits scratch free. Keep the dirt out of the crevice. No, stop. <sighs> I don't know, man. I I don't know. Sometimes the ideas we come up with, I think if we just actualized on some of them, we'd we'd have a studio and we'd be podcasting in person. (laughs) 
Well, here, how about, uh, I guess, I guess by the time this airs on my channel, I don't know when yours is going to air. Yeah. Your, uh, but oh, I was gonna, yeah. Okay. Cause I was going to say, <laughs> I could say, you know, look for my post on Instagram and it'll be a question and answer post and I'll just sit there and question and answer all day. But <laughs> yeah, right now it's funny. It's funny because I, I don't know why, but my Instagram, it's a pretty good size Instagram. Yeah. It's a, it's a very active Instagram. But those like ask me a question things never go well for me. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they just, they're like, no one ever asked me a question and it's like, fine, don't ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think it's the medium. I don't think it's pretty sure it's not you, buddy. Yeah. But I think people don't spend enough time. Not that they should spend more time than they do on Instagram, but super quick. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm there with you, man. Well, listen, buddy, I'm, I'm stoked for you guys this weekend. I'm going to be watching your Instagrams and, and uh, I don't know, are you going to do any like YouTube shorts or stuff like that from the track or? Probably. I mean, yeah. I'll probably do some, I'll do some shorts. I'll do some, I mean, that's the other thing about bringing the iPad is that I can, you know, do some light editing on the iPad while I'm sure. there. So I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll fi figure something to do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Can't wait to hear how it goes, man. It's like, how um, how long is the se the winter series? Is it? Hang on, two seconds. I can tell you. Yeah. Um, I think I think it goes till March. Okay. And every uh, weekend or every other weekend? No, it's like once a month. Yeah, once yeah. a month. Some of them are twice a month. So we have, uh, looks like eight or nine races. Uh, where is it? Eight eight races nine yeah eight races october 28th through april 14th wow so and there's i'm trying to look january has two races uh february has two races march has two races and april has one race but the race in april is the big one that's the we it's part of the hobby expo out here Oh, nice. And, and so that one is a, uh, it, it's, it's the big dog one. It's like a three day race. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. So. buddy. I can't wait to see the journey, man. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, and, and indoor, right? A different flavor. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some nuance changes and differences and yeah, I'm excited to see how you do too, man. Oh, uh, don't be too excited. <laughs> <laughs> I try to encourage you, man. <laughs> Trying to be just, Robert Duvall. Yeah, no, I'm a. Yeah, I. You know, I. If I could, if I could get to the A, A main's a tall ask. But if I, my first goal is to get to the A main. Yeah. So I'll let you know when I get to the A main. If I get to A main, then I'm gonna be stoked. Um, Unstoppable. Yeah. No. I'll be like, are you not entertained as I'm coming off the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's when you got to give Dalton the, the phone and say, if dad does anything out of the ordinary, just hit this red button. You'll just see me rip out my iPhone and like, y'all like nothing but face in the camera yeah. screaming. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Spike your transmitter when you get to the bottom of the driver's thing. Oops. Oh. Suck it, Trebek. Oh. <laughs> I I'm excited. I'm really excited. I just got a notification that my K 
KNK hardware set from A Main for the build. So I'm excited now. Real, real quick question. You're yeah, a base guy. Yeah, buddy. Okay, so does it really make a difference, mm. a, a huge difference, to change over the hardware on a race car? Um, to like a lightweight hardware at our level, and I'm lumping myself in with you guys right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Your indoor, if <sighs> I'd say no. Okay. I mean, I, I think, feel the same way. I just, you're thinking I just, about if you're thinking about weight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I honestly, man, I'm one of those guys that. When I look at racing, club racing for the most part, even guys that are in regionals, you know, that's, that's, you know, they're pretty good. But unless you're like, I don't know, state championships or <laughs> like, honestly, how much of a difference is it going to make? Um, I don't know. I, I think at a certain level, no. And then beyond that, sure. everything does. So, okay. But from an aesthetics perspective, it always makes a difference. <laughs> If you can get red red hardware, you're going to be faster. Yeah, for red sure. I, I, and uh, ionized, ionized, whatever you say. How do yeah. you say that? Anodized. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. There's a preview of how my build's going to go because I can't even <laughs> say the words. I'm going like, to do the things. So. Is there a Canadian translation to anodized? I mean, is it like... Yeah, it's 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 anodized, eh? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you think I'm kidding, but... <laughs> It's anything else the government's watching. Well, keep your eyes peeled because I'm doing two paint jobs today. One is for my what? new race car body. Nice. So let's just say it's a little Evil Knievel-esque. Oh, let's go. So we'll see how it Check turns it out. out. We'll see At RC Amigos. Check it out. And Thank if and listeners, I need to encourage you to go to Pablo's YouTube channel and check out his videos. Oh, right. thanks. Yeah, we're getting we're, close, man. You're getting, getting close, close to a milestone, and 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 that's and it's worth your time, man. Thanks, dude. It'll yeah, drop. I, it'll drop your blood pressure down. Like <laughs> that relaxing. I, I might Straight not. up. <laughs> it, I'm I'm glad it's that relaxing. That's kind of the, awesome. the vibe that I want, man. Is yep. that, like just chill and watch. Oh, yeah. the, I mean, there there'll be the you know the race videos and stuff like that, but. Most yeah. all the crawl videos are gonna be just chill vibe videos. So. I, I love there was comments on your the Endor one. I think Tony CCRC was uh, he he put a timestamp and it, like guys are doing that. They're like oh five forty two. <laughs> five minutes 42 seconds and, and then i was checking them out i'm like oh yeah that's right man like it's it's pretty rad like we're we're a weird bunch but i'm gonna have to get that like low like a boom mic so all so all you hear is like the the leaves breaking the underneath the tires yeah, yeah. super <laughs> slow oh, stop <laughs> stop teasing us Pablo. it's gonna happen all right brother all right dude Thanks for the thanks for the chat. Go check out O Canada RC. I don't yeah. know what your handle is anymore. You've changed it. OCR like OCRC. Thirty times now. So <laughs> it's part of the fun. Try to find me. Keep him. What is OCRC? O Canada RC. Yes. Yes. Cool. Right, buddy. Hey, if I don't talk to you before uh, Spooky Night, enjoy. I hope the kids have fun. Thanks, man. Likewise. And watch for that paint job. Oh, it's it's coming. It's coming. Sorry. All right. I'm going to hang it up abruptly again. Goodbye. Goodbye.
have tiny hands? Do you insist on working on small things? Head over to ccxrc.com to get all your 124 scale needs. If you want to make your 124 scale weigh as much as your 10 scale, he's got you covered. They also have electronics too. Try the Mighty Chihuahua or the Baby Goliath and make your 124 scale a Mighty Mouse. Use code RCAMIGOS at checkout for a 5% discount and keep listening for specials. CCXRC.com and don't forget to tell them in the messages that you're going to shoot them in the baby maker with a BB gun. Tell them Pablo sent you. Woo! Let's talk about some race recap and maybe some uh, realistic expectations. So, <clears throat> it was really funny. We got to sneak peek the racetrack uh, the day before the race track, before the race. Uh, they were setting up. It was a little late. Uh, Dalton had a big day. We had a school event after in the evening. So I knew he was just going to be toast if we stayed there and practiced. We set up our table, uh, but we ended up not practicing Friday night. And so Saturday, we came into it a little cold. Uh, I knew racing starts at 10. I knew he needed sleep and I probably needed a little sleep because of course I stayed up till 12, getting everything ready to go, uh, finishing up some things, finishing up my truck. I had to sticker up my truck with a new body and oh, it looks hot. Yes, you'll see some pictures of that coming up soon. Okay, so we get there and of course Dalton's all cocky and he's like, oh, this track looks easy. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, he hasn't had much practice in a while because we haven't had a track to practice at. So he uh, he gets on the track and sure enough, he's all over the place. I mean, like all over the place. He, he doesn't break, but he is definitely all over the place. Kind of, you know, just not finding it. And he comes off the stand and he goes, that track's a little tricky, dad. And I was like, yeah, I thought so. And I kind of give him a hard time about it. And so he uh, he went to go and practice again. So I practiced right after him. And oh my goodness, we had a rough outing for myself. So first, first practice, I'm out there and we put the SP5 13.5 turn in my rig and holy cow, that motor has some some get up and go. I'm not used to it. Uh, maybe two, maybe three laps in, snap, bust an A-arm. So I pick up the truck, go grab my, I start putting it back together and uh, Dalton goes out and practices again. And I think he's doing okay, but I think he's a little frustrated with how he was doing. And plus he was kind of hangry. And we spoke about that before that we got to keep these kids fed and all that. He was just having a terrible attitude. So uh, we got some food on the way. My wife was nice enough to door dash us. She came in with a big baggie of all kinds of stuff for us to eat. So she came and dropped us off food before the first fall. He ate. I went out and practiced again and rolled it over on its lid. Not super hard, but you know, hard enough. And Sure enough, popped a solder joint off the motor that I just soldered. 
Uh, so that sucked. And then I went back. Let's see. Then we had Qual 1. Uh, Dalton's feeling much better. I had to borrow a soldering iron from Jameson, which actually worked really, really good. I was uh, very happy about that. And I soldered my truck back together and Dalton went out for his Q1. And of course, he did awesome. He did really, really good. He, just gotta look at my thing here. He actually went out and qualified P1 already in the first one. Uh, turned some pretty fast laps. Uh, had one mistake where he learned from it. And we'll get back to this one because it's kind of funny. So he got, the track was like set up in a way that if you crashed, you ended up on the opposite side. And so he crashed and it was on the opposite side and he kept on going. And he knew as soon as it happened, because I yelled, that he jumped track by, you know, half, not a half a lap, but quarter of a lap or whatever. And uh, so he knew about, he knew it. And so he came down and he still got, he still did Q1. I mean, he did fine, but he, as soon as he came down, he's like, ah, I knew it. I got penalized. I'm like, well, don't worry about it. At least, you know, you know, learn from it. And so he was cool about it. And then it was, we had the wait. And then it was my turn to get out there. And I got out there and sure enough, maybe three laps in, clipped the wall, busted. I just busted a, a ball cup, that's it. Nothing else bent, nothing like that, ball cup busted. So now I'm like, fantastic. Got the car, got the ball cup set up uh, and we're waiting for a Q2 for Dalton to run. And his car's just dialed. I mean, there's not a whole lot he can do that would really, you know, make it any, I mean, we could probably dial it a lot. We could probably dial it a lot, but at this point it's just kind of fine tuning because he's driving it the way he could drive it. We did turn down his dual rate a little bit just, just because it was, uh, it was a little too snappy, he was saying. And the track that we had had long sweepers and then a couple hairpins. So you were carrying a lot of speed and then had to turn. So he was kind of turning too sharp and getting a little bit of traction roll, new set of tires they hadn't broken in yet. So he came up to Q2 and absolutely burnt it down. He was just ripping, just cutting through people. He had a couple crashes, but nothing that really slowed him down a ton. Uh, and it was funny because the RD race director said, hey, come see me after the, after the track because he pulled a 16, 16 something lap. And the 16 something lap was like pretty fast for a novice. Novice is probably in like low twenties. And, uh, and so we were watching, we went over to the race director and he said, hey, if you get, thrown off track or if they marshal you on the wrong side, he says, just wait, you know, just wait and kind of give yourself some time so it doesn't bust up your track times. And Dalton was like, okay. He, he was just, you know, listening to him, but not really, he, he could tell like he thought he did okay. And so I took film of the whole race and I, we sat down and we talked it over and we were looking at the race 
And sure enough, he had a clean race. He just burnt it down and he had like, his average five lap average was like a set low 17s, which was really good. And uh, he got, so after the two quals, he got P1 and uh, in the A main. So then it was my turn to race and my turn, you know, I was going to qual two and I hadn't even done, I haven't even had 10 laps under my belt for the whole day. And uh, I go in there and I just, I don't know if I'm just not confident yet with the car, but I'm just not fast. Like I am not fast. I'm the first to admit it. I can keep the car on the track and keep it going in the right direction, but I'm just not fast enough. I'm not really having the confidence to really ride it out of the, out of the corner and stuff. And uh, I, I called down in the bottom, uh, total bottom, I think it was second to last, third to last maybe. I uh, did okay, but just not not as good as I, you know, I hope. And so after that, you know, I'm kind of looking and kind of just trying to understand. And I was talking to Jameson about it, like, you know, how, how does he drive the corners and that kind of thing. So I'm trying to learn. Now it's my turn. Like I can teach how to do it, but I don't have the experience yet to actually have a lot of wheel time. So I need to figure out and I need more wheel time, you know, number one, the biggest thing of all. And number two, I need, uh, I think I need to figure out the setup on my truck because it's not really handling the way some of these other guys' trucks are handling. And I need to figure out, you know, is that changing my springs? Is that changing all the geometry kind of stuff? I just need to figure this part out because these guys are taking corners way harder than I am and they're holding a line really nice. So I think there's a big, you know, I think I got to turn the dual weight down on my, my steering. I just got to find some, you know, some good, good track time. So hopefully at the next race, I'll be able to just set it down and have a little bit more of a dial to it. Uh, at least that's what I'm crossing my fingers for. So. I got to get realistic about that. Uh, so let's get on to it. Let's get on to the mains. So Dalton made a main and there was a lot of cars there. So his a main was late. So we showed up at eight o'clock in, in the morning and his a main was 16 race number 16, which was way down the road. And I think he raced at six o'clock maybe. But that meant that we had C main and, and truck and C main, uh, a couple of guys couldn't make the call. So I, we got the automatic bump, which was cool. <laughs> then I went to B main and tried to run and I did a clean run. It was fine. Like it was clean. It just wasn't fast. I was just feeling the car still, uh, finished second to last in B main, which isn't great but for me like i took it as a victory for me because i stayed on all fours most of the time and i just you know i just made it through and the guy that i did beat i think i i don't think he had any technical issues i think it was just we were just driving fine so that was good and then it comes to amy so dalton's dalton's geared up for it he's He's dialed, he's ready to go. 
He's starting P1 and they call the buzzer and he just, he's gone. He takes off and before he catches the cars that, he almost catches the cars that are starting at, as he comes around the track. So he's ripping. And I could tell after he got past that first bunch of cars, the first lap, he kind of just settled in and he was just looping the corners together. Like he was, everything looked good. Everything was, you know, on point for him. And so he, at one point, I actually had to yell at him to push it because he was, I think it's time. I think it's time. He's gonna, I think we're gonna just do one more race in 21.5. Uh, I honestly think he could move up, but I think I wanna keep him kinda on the, riding the wave through Christmas, I guess, that he can be consistent. I wanna see him be consistent on the podium. Uh, I think all of his races over the summer with it, and we didn't, I think we only raced four big races and a couple of turf, uh, turf Tuesdays, but the big races, I think he was on podium, maybe we did six. I think he was on podium every one except for two. Um, Maybe, and in the two that he was off podium, I think he was uh, fourth. So he was just off, so. Um, but it was a really good race for him. So he was way out front. He probably, at this point in the race, I think he was actually more than three laps up and he kind of like dialed it back. So he was three laps up on second place. Then he dialed it back and I could see him just kind of like blipping the jumps and, you know, just finding his line kind of a thing, which was good. But, you know, we're out there to go fast. So I told him, I was like, I, I yelled at the at the stand. I was like, not in a good way. I was like, come on, Dalton, pick it up. And then I see him kind of like bear down a little bit on it. And he started actually making a good run again. And he... <laughs> Uh, he comes across the line after they call his name and I, it was kind of anticlimactic because there was no race for first and there was a race for second but they call you know it wasn't even announced that he finished or anything for the main and uh he ended up finishing three laps up on second and uh it was good it was a good race he was pumped when he came down I mean, it was, it was good because it was clean. The thing I saw the best out of this race that he did though, was he had a lot more track presence and a lot more patience. So like he would actually, I saw him a couple times. And if you watch the YouTube video, uh, I'll probably post that next week. Or actually when you hear this, it'll be posted this week. But you'll hear me yell at him, you know, good job, way to stay patient because there was a couple times where there was two cars in front of him, like right before a jump, and he lifted and kind of waited for them to open. And in novice, that's okay, Be especially because they don't hold their lines very well. So it's better to, to kind of pump your brakes versus gamble and shoot over the jump. Now he did have a really sweet pass where he jumped over a car on the pass and he said he called, he knew he was doing it. It was pretty cool. Um, 
that was that was kind of neat. That was kind of a rad moment, I guess. But uh, yeah, so he he came out on top. Um, I like I said, I think he could go into uh, 21.5 at his next race, but I think I'm gonna let him. I, I, what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to invite some friends out to run a novice, just to kind of try to grow the program, and then especially right before Christmas. And then we're going to, uh, I think he's, he's definitely getting the bump for the first part of the year. The thing that's gonna, gonna kind of be a bummer is that he won't really have uh, points. He won't really have the points battle to, you know, take first and novice or anything like that. So that's kind of a bummer. And then he won't have the option at all in 21.5 because he's gonna be, behind on races and he's gonna probably not I, I had a talk with him I was like dude you're probably not gonna reach podium for a while when you move up and he, he knows but he has some friends and he wants to race in novice so I think that's okay um, so he's gonna run one more and then I think for Christmas after that race he's gonna know he's up for 21.5 and then for Christmas, I have another T62 that's kind of in parts. So I think I'm gonna buy all the little parts that I've poached for my truck, put it on his truck, and uh, make him a T62 so he can run both stadium and run buggy out there in, uh, in the real classes. 13.5 stadium truck. So I'll have to get him another we'll talk about building that truck up in the next episode probably or in the next couple episodes um so there you go amigos it was an awesome weekend we had a blast so much fun uh so grateful for this opportunity to be racing with these people um if you're in our in our area in the you know puget sound region wherever you are in the puget sound region from the SeaTac area it's a hundred percent worth it to try to try to get out there and get to die hard it's such a good program and totally worth it um, I would say do whatever you can to get out there rent a loaner car um, and get out there and have fun uh, it, it'll catch you you'll get the bug for it and uh, Team Associates has been so awesome. They gave them all new B6, I don't know what they are, uh, the new buggies. Uh, they gave them all the new ones. So they're raffling off their old ones. So if you go there over the next couple of races, they're going to be raffling off the, the rental cars so you guys can have a new rental. Uh, but yeah, so much fun. Highly, highly worth it. And uh We'll hopefully see you out there on the carpet. Do you know what happens when you eat aluminum foil? Speaking of sheet metal, head over to scalemetalsupplies.com to find all sorts of bend and braze projects for your tiny truck. From the new fast dash, hot seats, shock boxes, Scale Metal Supplies has you covered. When you check out, use code TACOBOUTRC to get a 15% discount at checkout. Don't forget, 
ScaleMetalSupplies.com. Go check them out. They got all kinds of cool stuff there for your tiny truck building needs. Cue the music. Some of you might know this, some of you might not. Boys to men, it's so hard to say goodbye. So it's a change of the guard. And now I'm not really sure what to do. I know what my wife wants me to do. I'm not sure what to do. So we finally offloaded the Nomads, the DB8s. And it was kind of hard seeing them go, to be honest, because I kind of felt like those were the ones that kind of got us into racing. And I feel like they kind of got us into this speed stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I, we let them go. I let them go for rock bottom, which is okay, because they're, you know, they've been, as they say, rode hard and put away wet. I hate that saying. It's so gross, but just yeah but anyway uh no so you know it was hard to see them go now i've got a dilemma because i really wanted the mojave 4s like really bad but i wanted it because i i have these glimmers of hope that we can at someday get back into U4 and that truck seems like it's gonna be a ripper for U4 uh, but I just we haven't ran U4 in so long and it seems like the schedule the scheduling you know turf is gonna and carpet is gonna take precedent over U4 and it seems like it's always on the same day or or if it's not on the same day we have something else going and so it's really kind of frustrating uh, knowing that we just don't you know we can't settle in so the next question is do I so because Dalton's going down this route it would be a, a low barrier to entry to get the 10 to or the t2 ready for him to rip for the beginning of the year um, but so you know I could put funds into that it basically needs a servo and it needs an ESC we've got a motor for it but other than that we've got everything we need and it would need a body so we're you know we're talking 200 bucks um, or do I invest in a clay car and get another buggy and, and convert it to clay I bet you I could possibly buy one of the old loaner cars and uh, convert that to clay and then we could go down on the weekends that we're not running and practice down in Tacoma the problem with that is though is that we just don't have much time to do that uh, you know that's going to be hard to find the time to do that and then in the summertime we're not going to run clay at all we're just going to run all turf so i kind of feel like i'd be throwing the money away but if i could get the the roller for cheap 
Because it's a, you know, because it's a loaner car, maybe, maybe that would work. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of torn on that. Uh, but then I'd probably end up spending the same money getting a servo and another motor, yada, yada. Or do I take some of these funds? The other thing I thought of is I could just prepay for the season that I know we're gonna race and prepay the, uh, the race fees, which would probably be the smart thing to do, <laughs> right? It'd be the smart thing to do and it would probably make it feel less like we're uh, actually you know, doing that much. Uh, could do that. Or I could try to build up the cars that we already have. And honestly, I just, I don't know that putting more money into the cars is really worth anything for us because we're, I'm not a good driver. He's a much better driver than I am. And I just don't see, I don't see the advantage of, you know, spending $100 on titanium turnbuckles. Not that we would spend $100 on, but you know, um, I don't see that advantage. So I don't really know if that's worth it or do I, you know, it could be the kind of thing where maybe I put some of that money in and flip a car and make some more money off of it and then do a big purchase on one. And there might be some other stuff coming out in the next couple weeks because it's that time of year. And then maybe I spent the money on that. Uh, decisions, decisions, you know, it's a blessed position to be in. Um, but yeah, I'm just not sure. I really, I'm trying to, you know, do things that we're using like if we're using the the cars more, um, you know, if we got the Mojave, I just don't see us using that a whole lot. Like we probably treat it like a basher, but I don't see us really running that a lot as a basher. We don't go out and bash very much. Whenever we are, see it's with a purpose, we're racing or we're crawling. Um, you know, I have a couple of things where I could, you know, get another ESC and do that kind of a thing. I have a warranty. I could, I have two warranties I could cash in on. One's a raw 500 and one's, and that's not a warranty. It's just a team thing. Uh, and the other one is a Mamba X, Mamba, whatever it is, the big one. Um, and I could cash that in and get that ESC going. I wish, I wish Hobbywing would be able to run a sensor wire for Holmes Hobbies. Man, that would make life so much better. I'm not a big fan of the sounds that the, the castle makes. I know I can turn it all off, but even when I turn it off, it still makes some startup noise. Not a fan of it. My trucks are heavy, so I have to use those big ESCs. But, uh, I think, you know, I think this is a conversation I might have to table over to talk your face off. So check that out. Guys, don't forget to check out our merch store. We're racing. It's time to, we need to fund that race program. Uh, it'd be nice to fund that and then still be able to have this as play money. Um, 
but yeah check out the merch we got the cool new shirt designs check those out what else do we got going on we've got talk your face off go check out oh canada rc uh that was an awesome talk we had uh check out scale metal supplies spec rc they just opened the books uh, hopefully this gets out early enough open the books for some two twos that is going to be an awesome wheel that's another thing the the wheels i have for spec rc are wheels that would fit the mojave and i just don't want to not use those wheels i don't know what else i would use those wheels on other than a u4 truck ah. Uh, so check out Spec RC, Team Associated, Scale Metal Supplies. I think I already said that. Um, who else is there? Reefs. Uh, who else is there? CCXRC. Go check out his his stuff. Oh, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll do a little work on my 24 scale action. We'll see. All right, amigos. That's going to wrap it up. I am super happy to have you listening to this podcast uh, super happy for RC, and I hope you guys are moving into this new season. I've said it for like the last three episodes, but we're full on into it now. I love this season. Until then, amigos, I'm out.